Who are you naked and alone? Can you stand there confidently, no clothes on, everything hanging out? Can you say that you love you as you are? Welcome to Tequila Talks with your host, me, Sam Davis, where we cover every topic from health and wellness, entrepreneurship, modern culture, and honestly, life. It's going to be unfiltered, possibly influenced by tequila a time or two, because I like my talks like I like my tequila, straight up. Today's podcast is a good one for my girls who struggle with courage. Shout out to my girls following my fitness page, Powerfully Fit Training. A few of you wanted a podcast on self-worth, so this one is for you. Now, what I've personally picked up on a lot is how coaches, like the whole spectrum of, of coaches, life coaches, health coaches, nutrition coaches, mindset coaches, business coaches, fancy quote Instagrams, all of those fun things that we follow for motivation, they push confidence. You have to have confidence in yourself to do what you want in life, to have the body you want, have confidence in yourself to achieve. And that really isn't my belief here. It's actually not about confidence. I struggle still and sometimes do with my self-worth, especially in the business space. Self-worth is developed over practicing. In order to practice, you have to be able to take that first step. That first step takes courage, courage over confidence, self-worth over everything else. This is what we're going to dive into today. Just to start this sucker off, the last couple of years have been super crazy for me. I think for everybody, but me personally, I mean, shit, dude, let me think about this for a second. I healed from a really large money block. You know, I still have triggers. It still haunts me a little bit today. I'm wrestling with imposter syndrome and it keeps kicking my ass, especially as we restructure different businesses here and change up how we're doing everything. Starting a podcast, I had to wrestle with imposter syndrome to start this podcast discovering how to love myself again after a toxic relationship. I found myself in a new, beautiful, and wildly different type of relationship. Becoming curious about the next chapter of my life and what that looks like. I'm talking like kiddos and shit because I'm going to be 30 here this year. I'm juggling with my self-worth. I hit the lowest ever in revenue because my ass made an emotional decision last year when I was in a really dark place. I'm healing from an unexpected life and loss. I'm trying to figure out how to do more with my purpose. What's the right path to continue to fulfill it with all the other things I want to do in the next chapter of my life. And this podcast is actually the first step, I hope, to serving more and serving a larger audience. This all kind of sounds super morbid, but I swear life has been really, really good to me. But as always, it's whooped my butt too. All the things I've listed above have challenged my sense of self-worth and sense of self. They obviously go hand in hand, but what has really changed my self-worth more than anything is my chosen career. And also, to be honest with you, this next chapter of my life that I'm stepping into has also challenged my self-worth and how I, how I balance my worth in business and balance my worth as a potential mom someday. Today's societal standards really have, have challenged me and challenged you know the career woman and the mother. But if you ask me how I attain self-worth, I'd honestly have to say acceptance and a release of an expectation of myself. I had to learn to let go of expecting perfection and accept who I truly was and who I want to be. And it forced me to dive into really dark spaces I didn't really want to go to. But as I dove in, it allowed me to understand those spaces and accept they were there. 
one thing I will say about self-worth is there is no end. It's forever. In an ongoing process, you will forever consciously need to upkeep, rediscover as you grow and evolve. And honestly, that's the best part about all this, the growth part, the self-discovery part. Most people, one, are scared of diving into their inner child, their dark places, the shit that they've shoved down and haven't handled. And two, they're scared of change. They're comfortable where they're at now. And until they find the courage to change, it just simply won't happen. But it all starts with courage. Self-worth is this crazy enlightening journey you take all by yourself. And well, I mean, maybe your therapist too, at least for me. But it's a commitment to yourself in this amazing life you've been given. It's okay to romanticize that. And I don't mean it in a red roses on the floor and on the bed type of romantic because that shit really isn't for me. It actually gives me the ick. But romanticizing life in a way that makes you remove yourself from where you're at and appreciate the sun on your face and the alone time, it all makes you feel super grateful. Traveling gives me that feeling. It gives me a sense of peace. I just, it makes me feel peaceful, but alive. But knowing your self-worth is crucial in life and it's mandatory to live a fulfilling and happy life. So here's the deal. There are three things I want you to remember as you're discovering your own self-worth and you may find a lot of, oh, moments as you listen. But first I want to say, I applaud you. I am proud of you for even being curious about worthiness and what that feels like to you because you are worthy of whatever you want in life. But the difference is here, you have to do the work so you know deep down in your gut that you are actually worthy of it. And this is why affirmations are tough for me. You can say you are worthy all you want, but deep down, if you still question that, you won't attract what you're wanting. Side note, self-worth is different than self-esteem. Self-esteem is ego-driven, in my opinion. It's your perception of yourself based on your accomplishments and what you think others think of you. Self-worth is based on who you truly are after those accomplishments and all the shiny things you've collected in your life and all the people in your life disappear. Who are you, naked and alone? Can you stand there confidently, no clothes on, everything hanging out? Can you say that you love you as you are? the good, the bad, the ugly, the strengths and the weaknesses, have you acknowledged and accepted everything that makes you you? Again, the good and the bad. That's self-worth. Once you've accepted that, that's when you find your self-worth. And it's okay if you're not there yet. A lot of us women have traumas that block us from finding our self-worth. Men do too. But with practice, you will be able to find your self-worth. I really have faith in you. So rule number one, You don't settle for anything less than what you want because you know you are worthy of more. Guess what? Some people are shitty. I think there are more good people in the world than bad, but even good people will project their own issues and insecurities onto you. Those people will always exist. They're not going anywhere. And those are the ones that are not courageous enough to go through the same growth you are currently doing or just haven't reached that point. And to be honest with you, those who are hypo... And to be honest with you, those who are hypercritical of you and are so mean and so harsh, those are the people that are suffering the most. They are 10 times more hypercritical of themselves. Those are the people that need self-love the most, in my opinion. I'm just saying, you've never met a happy person, like a truly happy person, a super confident person, bring another person down, make others purposely feel pain. You just, (laughs) just, they just don't exist. People with self-worth know they are deserving of the best life. They don't let negativity failures, hurt, or other people's opinions of themselves take away from their own happiness. Again, happiness is peace, a true unconditional love for yourself, one that can never be disrupted even by people who are suffering and projected onto you. It does not come from anywhere else and you cannot rely on anyone else for your happiness, 
your peace or self-worth because you will forever be disappointed. Remember, you are the key. Rule number two, you gotta stop playing the victim. You are not the victim, my friend. And if you constantly blame others for your outcome in life, there isn't a way for you to find happiness. One of the most powerful things I have ever implemented in my life is taking full accountability for every little thing in my life. I am responsible for everything, even the things I cannot control. This is one of the most powerful tools you could ever implement in your life. And it's a habit change. It is a sense of self change. Saying things happen for me, not to me, apply directly to this. It's taking responsibility for everything in our lives, regardless of what happened or why. Literally everything, finances, behaviors, feelings, happiness, relationship, career, education, choices, actions, circumstances, and things that impact your life. Here's the kicker. Your ability to accept responsibility for things depends on your own sense of agency, which just means your perceived ability to influence your life and direct the series of events towards your desired outcome or goal. My dad signed a letter to me on my 18th birthday as I scurried off to college. You are the master of your fate and captain of your soul. Invictus. What a smart one he was because you are either the captain of your own life, your own ship, or you are a drifter who lets the wind and the current take them wherever. If you choose to be a drifter, don't bitch and moan. You have the potential to be the captain. You are choosing not to be the captain. So drive the fucking ship. And if you hit a storm, my guess is you sailed right into it. Take accountability for it, learn from it, and move on. You can't be a passenger. You have to be a captain. You have to be the captain of your life. Passengers play the victim game. Captains design the game. According to research, people that do not have a victim mentality have a high sense of worth. They are healthier. They report being happier. They have high independence. They achieve great success and are highly resourceful. And rule number three, stop neglecting yourself. When self-worth is low, we often neglect self-care in a variety of ways. You've stopped exercising, or maybe you exercise out of hate, never wash your face, never go to a dentist, you eat shit junk food that makes you feel even more shitty, but neglecting yourself only diminishes your self-worth even further. What you're saying to yourself is, you are not worthy of nutritious food that makes you sleep better, feel better, makes you a healthy weight, clears your skin up. Every time you choose neglect, you are not choosing yourself. You are not choosing worth. But every time you choose to have a few bites of ice cream instead of the whole fucking pint, you are choosing yourself. Throw some makeup on, style your hair, put on an outfit you feel good in just to go to the grocery store. Of course, it's more work than normal, but doing these small actions are powerful subconscious reminders that you are worthy of being taken care of. These things matter. All the small things add up into one very big thing that will change your life. That is self-worth. Here's my bonus rule. If social media is a place you go to compare yourself to others, wish you had a different life or body or a look or a nose or what the fuck ever, get rid of it. Do a social media cleanse and only follow people that make you feel good. I don't think a lot of us realize how impactful social media is on our mood, our well-being, and our self-worth. It's just another way you can take responsibility for your happiness. If the accounts you follow on social media make you sad or feel shitty about yourself, well, then that's your fault. Unfollow them. It's not the influencer's fault or whoever you're looking at. It's yours. You're choosing to consume their content, the content that makes you feel shitty. So it's your choice to feel shitty. Here's the deal, sister. You are not broken. You just have never considered teaching yourself self-worth. That is what growth is about, getting curious, wanting to understand who you are and why you are the way that you are. This in itself is so powerful. 
Self-discovery is the most life-changing experience in the best way, and you truly won't ever get to feel pure peace until you find it. Having the courage to start is the first step. It's not about confidence. It's about courage. Courage is the first step to discovering your self-worth. Life is just too damn short to exist in a state of unhappiness and comfort. There's so much more waiting for you. You just have to find the courage to go find it. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being with me today on this episode of Tequila Talks. If this episode on self-worth helped you or inspired you in any way, please pass this along, repost, send it to a friend that may need to hear it too. If you feel so inclined, I would really appreciate it if you rate this episode or comment or even shoot me a DM on my Instagram, Sam Davis Official. It helps me figure out what you like and don't like for future episodes. Thank you so much for being here and I'll join you next week with a glass of tequila as I share my story about how I got fucked out of a half a million dollar business. Thank you.